Hello, welcome to Alternate Take Arta. It's a podcast run by our film page, Alternate Take, where we try to converse with filmmakers, producers, film critics and any other film-related talent. We publish new episodes every week, so don't forget to tune in. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, we are at www.facebook.com slash alternate take one two three. On Instagram, you can find us by searching underscore alternate take underscore. Please send us your feedback on any of the social media platforms. So without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, I'm Devanjan and I did an alternate take with two friends. We discuss filmmakers, artists, writers, critics and I'm super delighted and thrilled to have with us Obhiru Basu, director of two short films, Lali and Meel. So Meel and Lali are both very quietly eloquent shots. Lali is playing at the Dharamshala International Film Festival. Firstly, thank you so much for making the time. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, so let me begin with Lali. So Lali is a story of a man who works at the laundry and who comes across this very red, low-cut, voluptuous velvet dress and it stirs in him a semblance of something that he has lost, that he has let gone of. Uh, firstly, tell me where and how did the basic germ of the film come from? What was the initiation point? And why did you feel you really wanted to tell this story? Right. So, uh... I, so I think every filmmaker follows a process which works for them. I, I can speak of mine. I usually try to offer myself in a plate. I try to I try to first get stories which come to me in a way. So one uh, how Lali happened was I was standing uh, near Dasani studio. There's a studio in Calcutta near Tolliganj. And uh, I was standing outside. I was waiting for someone basically. So what happened after that, uh, I happened to notice this one small shanty of a place where there was an istriwala who was, who was pressing clothes. It's an ordinary thing. Uh, and I glanced at him once or twice and I was waiting. I was like scrolling on my phone and what you usually do when you're waiting. Hmm. Then came this uh, huge uh, long procession, of, a marriage procession, the quintessential hmm. marriage procession with you know people dancing, twisting, all band, baja, barat thing just happened in front of me. And as, as it usually happens in Calcutta that, you know, people in you know, a surround, people suddenly stop by as if time has suddenly stopped and you, and you watch this crazy thing happening in front of you. And as it was passing by through the people passing by through that, I watched this person, uh, the same Srivala, he never for once looked up when everything was, if it's noisy, it was crazy and everyone was watching that, but he for not even for once. He looked up. He was in a small world as if it was like a different world. He was pressing clothes and putting this there and then taking the next one and pressing. And I kept looking at him and as, as the crowd of people passed by, it was almost like a, a cinematic moment for me at that, at that very point. So I grew curious, like, what is the story of this man? And uh, I was waiting for a friend and uh, she came. And but something left me curious, something was empty, some gaps need to be filled. So I used to come back to that place for a month and for, for two months, two and a half months. And I used, to, I used to observe him from far. And the only one thing which came to my mind that he, here is a very lonely man who's in his world, who doesn't at all, you know, you know, you know, you know look at the outside world. He's, he's into this 
routine so what one thing and, and every lonely man we also we all have our routines and some day the routine breaks and that needs a catalyst so i was wondering what what would break the routine of this man and so the the, the next follow up question came like who is the woman in this man's life or or who was the woman in this man's life so that is how the that is how lali happened and so that is a strain from where the whole concept came up and after that it became a part of me uh, because i would like to think myself as a very lonely man mm. and some somehow somehow that kind of reflect I, i saw kind of myself in a way in this in this very interesting man and lonely people are so interesting if you observe them they have their own things that they do and and, and it's very very neat and uh, i love that so i try to bring all those nuances and also my own experience of loneliness through this film so that's mm. basically how uh, you know what you saw lali and how long did the first draft take roughly mm, see I, i i take the longest writing usually uh, two things i take the longest is the sound design and the writing process shoot happens just like that for me in a way so uh, i i think i took around two months of like me following being me being this guy who is this creepy guy who used to follow this guy in a way i think after after that i think it it just happened in a month when i started writing i had a draft in a week and then i worked mm. on the draft for a month or month and a half before i ultimately narrated it to pankaj sir mm. so that's how it, it 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 happened yeah and do you write a separate sound script uh, i was reading somewhere you had written a separate, yeah, yeah, separate yeah. sound script for meal so at what point of this writing process does that come in so usually uh, what happens is i write with all the sound cues like huh. when, when i write when i take up a scene Huh. I always try to think what I can see and what I can hear. This is what Prague Film School taught me. Whenever you're writing a scene, what you hear and what you see should be there, and don't make any judgments. Let the other people reading it do their own. So I try to do that when I was writing the screenplay. But then what I do afterwards is I try to see every scene without the image. I I try to imagine every scene without the image. Like hmm. if I have to communicate this scene without the image, how would I do that? so these questions i i kind of you know do during the after shooting the film one and before shooting the film because just to have that cues where you know what kind of sound am i seeing when i'm shooting this film so i usually write my notes before shooting and then the sound script that you're talking about i write it after i've shot it so so that kind of follows this you know how to imagine a scene without the image because the image is always very easier to achieve in a way and mm. if if yeah. if you take away that image what do you have so i think that is something the process which is which happens after i have shot the film in a way and that's what i usually do with this kind of films and when did the shoot begin how many days did it take well it was a three day shoot that's it oh we, okay. we shot for three days so uh, so pankaj sir came just a day before shoot i mean mm. he was i mean he was at his peak i mean he just did mirzapur i mean mm. he had crazy experience shooting the film and and it was almost a huge task just to get him you know uh, you know to do the film because he was not i mean he was he was not ready to read or me to narrate and i'm i'm a very old school kind of a director i want to narrate my films mm. i don't want to just send the script now in a covid situation i am forced to do that but mm. back then it wasn't that so i i wanted to meet him and uh, get that intimate touch and feel kind of an experience mm. so that happened but coming back to your question sorry i i mean i have this habit of Going out of track. What was yeah, the question yeah, yeah. about? How long yeah. did the shoot take? Or you usually answer yeah, yeah. that. 
yeah, yeah and, three days and and one day before he came and we had a long discussion not about the shoot about each other's lives because yeah. we were going to shoot we were going to spend the next few days together hmm. so we just had discussions about each other's lives and that's how you know we shot the film and you Whenever shot it you shot it somewhere near srft right i think yeah yeah, it, yeah it's, it's it's i think it's around 10 kilometers uh, inside srfti if you go it's, oh, it's a little okay. outskirts yeah huh. hmm. so and was there any key difference between the way you approach prepping for meal and lali uh well for me as a as a di- director i think meal was an easier film to shoot hmm. for me my uh, because because in it sense. was yeah, in, in the sense, sense right right in the sense that uh i was mostly so meal was all about the mise en scene hmm. and i had great actors and 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 actors are also part of the mise en scene right so i just needed hmm. to record that hmm. everything was in the film uh all the events all the small things everything was in the script i just needed to replicate that and record and take a camera and record it for lali it was an evolving process because pankaj sir i mentioned in one of in, in one of my interviews i think with times is that you know he's he's like virendra sehwag you don't know how exactly he's going to i you don't know what the next ball is going to go where the next un- ball is going to go unpredictable basically very much very much so so i want so that was and also neel was more of a director's film in a way lali yeah. was i mean challenge for me and also it is more like an actor's film because 35 yeah. minutes huh. it's one location one actor Mm. so my challenge or i mean i i won't call it a challenge in that way but i think my uh, thing was that how do i make this interesting throughout by interesting i don't mean that i need to show this happening that time mean, how how do i make something which is a little awkward a little something that even i wouldn't do maybe mm. how do i make that believable and right. pankaj sir because you know i i was also getting to meet this guy for the first time and before lali hasn't done something like lali before So hmm. so so we both were kind of in you know, the first time what happens usually you know you, you both are kind of in you know, a feeding of each other so i let the lali process uh, be more organic than meal meal was very much planned i had oh. no plans for lali as i went to the shoot huh. uh, so i wanted to see where the film takes where the actor takes it this i knew the scenes of course they were written but i wanted to see where the scenes can be taken beyond the script and that happened with the first shot of the film exactly and for that opening uh, continuous 9 minutes shot did you give any particular brief to pankaj sir well uh, that's 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 a very surreal thing experience for all of us i mean we keep talking about it i think everything was written in those two and a half pages of script like the huh. first 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 scene was a two and a half pages of screenplay so he knew every bit of it so what we decided that let's go for a take and let's see how everything's coming in because there were a lot of actions as you can see hmm. so we initially we planned to break that up ideally hmm. that was in the short list so i said let's see let's i mean we we discussed that scene that these are the actions and as pankaj has said ki is from here i need to go here so as that scene uh, ha- i mean uh, happened as we went into the take so there were like around 60 70 people surrounding us and we were also fucking shooting sing sound which was really difficult because everyone was shouting and you know shouting kalin bhai and all of that <laughs> so we our ad team tried the best to keep it quiet but that is the most interesting thing 2 minutes into the take everyone's quiet and it's a main road buses and you know cars always are passing by and we just blocked it for that shot 
and no one was putting horns anymore everyone came out of their car of their auto in the, out of the auto and it was almost like a theatrical experience it's like an amphitheater in a way everyone surrounding 70 odd people and i am i am watching the monitor and something something magical was happening in front of me mm-hmm. and everyone was glued into that performance so i i, I mean uh, just to just to take this to another another point which i want want to make is you always think that the common people so to say they want to see something more entertainment masala driven but here for that entire length of 9 and a half minutes a random audience of passers by even which had autowalas in it kept quiet and watched a man press clothes and this was there was nothing in the scene which mm. we call entertainment in a way yeah and they found it entertaining enough to kept keep quiet for the entire duration of that time and when ultimately the shutter came down everyone was i i called cut and everyone was still quiet and then they realized okay the shot is over and they clapped and it was like a live performance so that was a surreal moment in till in my film career till now that was a crazy moment hmm and uh, there's a lot of lingering in lali and you also have edited edited the film do things like okay i can allow this shot this scene to go on for this much time at its own ease and pace play in your mind or are you fully independent of such anxieties and thoughts um see well when i do edit my films uh, for lali i had a word from the beginning it's a hindi word called thairav and that is the word i had for lali whenever i thought of lali or whenever i wanted to shoot lali when i wrote lali if the whole process ki i wanted to uh, i see i see films as time chronicles so i somehow if this film is watched 20 years later what can i so so if if i, if I say it in this way that i believe when i when we watch films uh, there is a yearning to go back to that moment the film creates or that person or that that world that the film creates so mm-hmm. 20 years later when we watch a film it reminds you of that time so it it acts as a time chronicle so for lali i wanted to record time in a way i wanted to record time so that if anyone is watching this film after 15 years they would see a stark difference from their lives that they're living and the life they have lost the life which is in the past so i mm. wanted that kind of a sense of if you can call it nostalgia in a way i wanted that to be in the film so nostalgia is always slow it doesn't happen fast so that decided how the film is going to be traveling the timeline of the film ha huh. so uh, you know apurna said had once said that for 15 park avenue she was very wary and careful and dared not to interrupt uh, or over direct konkona because she felt that konkona had already found a way to play the schizophrenic character and apurna's directions might just be meddlesome tell me do you rigorously prepare a lot with your actors in a general sense for any scene and how much do you leave to them to improvise on shoot do you talk about back stories with your actors uh i don't enjoy rehearsing that's uh, that's a part of my process i talk to them a lot uh, i talk to them a lot in the sense that first i try to know each other i first i try to share uh, i first try to see whether we have similar experiences in life and if it's not similar how different is it so uh, that's how i usually approach unless it's a character where i'm say showing a paralyzed child or someone who is paralyzed or some someone who has a physical deformity 
or someone who has a speech problem which me uh, requires uh, a method approach to acting in a way mm. but uh, a man who is who is showing loneliness in a in a film we have all been lonely in our lives so that you know don't, don't need to rehearse or you don't need to really go you don't need a director to tell you uh, how can you be lonely we know that that's that is our experience so i think for films like neel and lali and uh, i try to be very organic with the process of course if if something is not happening on on shoot i i try to communicate with the director with the with the actor but i try to it's, it's for me it's like you do your job i do mine in a way so i, I follow that so i'll give an example mm, so when the day before shoot we are talking about our our life past experiences and and pankaj sir just aise he he told me about uh, his 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 village time when, when he was a kid and they were used to have marchas there you know where where people used to come and dance orchestra ka jo culture hota hai so so he used to be there and he remembers this one lady who used to come and dress up in his uh, you know uthon uh, in his courtyard and uh, because they had that i think they had a like bigger courtyard where they used to come and you know make up do the make up and then they used to go and take the stage so he told me that he remembers this woman that he really liked and uh, he followed that woman later which there's a dialogue in the film which says uh, us raat train chhuti nahi thi chhod diya tha that that was not in the script he put that in so basically later on when he grew up he knew he it was a hijra and not a woman that he was like he loved or he, he was he liked so for me so i i i i got the information from pankaj sir the day we were shooting that bed scene uh, with with the dress and everything the com- so i told him you remember you two days back you told me about that incident from me from your from your childhood this is that woman and we just exchanged a stare for a, there was like a beat you, you would write a beat in the screenplay and we knew, we understood each other and from that moment onwards that dress became lali a lali from his from his childhood so i think this is a process a process i enjoy doing with actors in a way yeah so lali is the fourth shot after afternoon with julia day after tomorrow and mail and of course there was that musical shot saya tell me what are some particular things it can be terms of tech wrestling with any technicality or narrative engineering that you initially grappled with a lot in your first shot which you now have gotten very comfortable with see i knew nothing about filmmaking when i did my first shot and i mean there was an idea which i tried to show and i failed miserably the next one i tried with afternoon julia which was even horrible more horrible than anything else that i've ever seen so so uh, what i what i understood was that i if if this is something i want to do in life i i need to be trained in this because this is a craft is there there, there is of course that instinct which drives everything which drives art but there's a craft which is which is grammatical which is more 1 plus 1 2 so i i wanted to learn that craft always and 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 i was and when in a set i found i'm never comfortable being in a set where i am the person who knows little so i so i wanted to change that in me so that is the reason why i went to prague film school that is the reason why i took the decision that i need to be learn learn it in this craft to be able to give this ideas what they deserve in a way because i i kept having ideas about things and i thought they were interesting they were very very relevant but i didn't have the tools to put that idea and make a film out of it 
and that was uh, that was a big drawback i realized that and i thought and and especially when i went to can in 2016 uh the first two three days it was crazy i i saw i i i saw vigo mortensen i saw joel edgerton people i watched in hbo and star movies till then walking around me and first three days i was a child and and i was i was for 20 21 back then and it was like all over it was crazy but then after those three days i realized that i don't belong here that kind of came that kind of kind of same thing that i really don't belong here but one day i will i might if i do something about this so that is when prague film school happened that is when i really took this whole thing seriously and i spent year spent time a lot of moment into learning uh, the craft uh, which is, is still a ongoing process i mean it never ends but that is how the shift that you are talking about i'm proud that i made a day after tomorrow and a shitty film like afternoon julia and then i i, I came and made something more more consumable or than like a meal or a or a lolly so i i am really proud of that journey in a way so yeah uh what are some of the most enriching takeaways or key learnings from the experience of filming or working on lolly with pankaj sir or just in general uh, i think every any film set how bad or good that is is a film school is the best film school one can get uh. so it's 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 a it's a blessing to be in a film set in whatever capacity So Lali was a great experience anyway because uh, it, it's it, it's only that Lali happened after that I realized that I worked with Pankaj Tripathi mm. because uh, I follow a process where uh, I see actors as part of the mise en scene. That 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 is how my film school and my I've always been uh, my roots have always been European cinema way before uh, Indian cinema came into me. my roots were always european cinema i grew up uh, uh, i mean the reason why i am what i am or try to do things in a certain way is because of a dogma 95 movement is because of 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 the unapologetic nature the audacity which a french new wave movement showed me so as an as a kid who's starting to see world cinema i saw jules and jules and jim i saw dancer in the dark i saw hunt all these films which had an impression that these guys are unapologetic in their process and that is what i took very seriously about my 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 process and that is what i took so last year when i met thomas winterberg it was i don't know i i, I almost cried when i saw saw him uh, i was on the verge of tears and I, and i and i hugged him tight and i was i was shaking in a way because you know it, for me it's 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 a feeling that uh, to be to be able to reach him from the point of say a day from a day after tomorrow to be able to reach a thomas winterberg mm. i think that is something which is a very personal and intimate journey for me mm. uh, so 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 uh, coming back to your question i think these are the kind of films which inspired me in a way to look at life and films through a certain lens and i've tried to follow that through, till now to the films that are through the films that i'm making so mm. yeah to swerve off a little i was watching yeah. the session you did with tatha goto tatha goto ghosh loop the strategy amita was on indie film making you all, yeah, you all yeah. spoke with great concern about that facebook syndrome the mainstream media not caring to write or cover indie films even when they big win big the quality of writing being very low and shabby and ott content uh, showcasing the shorts but not ready to talk economic revenues and no, you no. had to fight tooth and nail to get meal on to an ott despite having such a celebrated actor 
on the front and center and having gone to some 50 odd festivals tell me what are some few things about the attitude about the ecosystem's attitude to indie films you wish to see a positive change in and do you think we need more and more agents to put the conversation forward i think i think there needs to be a system because i mean for anything to work out i mean uh, I, right now there are a lot of films see first okay let me take it this way uh, to, uh, that uh, indie films has to be defined first not everything is what what so independent films films which are made without the backing of a studio yeah. if, I, if i if if i take the classical example classical definition that's what it means but there are there are filmmakers who are making films one after the other with studios and calling themselves independent filmmakers and they're also saying they're also taking the leaf out of our book saying we we are also struggling this and that i think independent films are a reflection of the person the filmmakers are i think that's how i see it i mean tata goto for example has made a miss man a beautiful film a very powerful film i i would say and that that that's a reflection of the person that he is and that shows in independent films now if you go to studio films for that matter you see a, a generic reflection which might be anyone you don't see the filmmaker's heart or soul into the film in a way yeah it's basically personality free yeah yeah it it, it, it uh, you won't say uh, uh, that this is something which is very intimate to this person ha huh. so i till now try to make films which satisfy myself first and then others i'm not saying i am watch i am making films to so that i can watch uh, in my laptop no i want i want to build an audience around it hmm. so so i think the system has to sub, there has to be a system which supports the, these things because i i'm sure uh, if if you remember the classic example of you know uh, sell me this pen hmm. uh, i think if there are entrepreneurs businessmen who may who come with this uh, with this uh, with this system that they'll take up good short films and they'll make a business out of it because people do watch short films because it takes lesser time and this and uh, the, these days anyway the patience level is totally low you watch a film like say uh, i mean say a parasite in 3 4 3 takes you watch 20 minutes and then another 10 minutes and then 20 minutes after lunch and uh, but anyway that's a good thing for short films because the first 20 minutes it's already over so i think if if someone with a business mind because i think there 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 can be a huge business around this if because you know short films take lesser money to make and if people are buying these films uh, there can be an ecosystem around it so i think the system has to be made otherwise we people like us ultimately will be making features uh, i mean from now on uh, i because of also the reason that lali being a punkas street party film i'll tell you honest honestly i'm finding it hard to get that out a punkas street party at its prime a film which is being appreciated everywhere or in a way and that i am finding it hard to get that out so uh, i think the system is very much also the post covid situation is also uh, making things worse for us especially for people like us i mean people who are ready to spend on a film like a masan are not doing it anymore hmm they want to make the 1 plus 1 2 films where there is clear uh, commercial benefits proven benefits but who decides that i gave you that example where you know the first shot of lali random passers by engaged into a performance and they found that to be entertaining so i i as a filmmaker try to bridge the gap i want a punkas tripathi to do a lali 
I want say a Shahrukh Khan to do a, a Swades. Hmm. I want the best of both worlds to kind of you know come together and give an experience which we can talk about for years. So hmm. that is my aim as a filmmaker, which I am trying to offer and which I am working towards. So I think the system has to be there for independent films, which is not there. And I don't know whether it will be there or not because I'll tell, give you an example in Europe. Uh, during Odin's film, Odin's film festival where I where meal was, at 9:30 a.m. in the morning, I saw people queuing up, 750, 800 people, 9:30 in the morning, watching short films for two hours. That's a culture they have. If we are not ready to pay for, whenever you say short films, ah, ek link bhej do yar. YouTube mein hai na, acha bhej do. So it's also so I am not only blaming the system because the system is the one, the right hand, the left hand is the audience. The audience needs to be more, uh, um, I think, reciprocative to the fact that short films take money. It, it needs money to be made. It's not something which you one fine day let's make a short film, let's chill out. It's not like that. It's not having a, 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 a meal at a KFC. It's not like that. So I think that mindset of the audience needs to change. That they need to pay to watch short films. Once that happens, I think the other, the right hand will also come in, and they can kind of merge together. So I think it's a process uh, which is there in other countries which we don't have, but with the kind of pop the country, the population that we have, we can really make some business out of it. Is what I think. So huh. it depends on uh, it's on time. I mean, when someone decides to do that. And what were the conversations you were having when you took meal to many OTT platforms? Like, what was the response basically? I was told it's uh, they wanted something light-hearted. See, ideally. Light Lighthearted. I, ideally, you would want to watch a film with a popcorn in your hand, uh, taking this phone, chatting on WhatsApp, and then again watching the film, and then again chatting on WhatsApp, and then finishing your popcorn, and then ordering on Swiggy. That is the approach towards watching films, because that's what has the the show watching shows show culture has kind of given you. So, so I think I think somewhere somewhere down the line that is a problem in a way. Uh, so, I I mean. Get back to your question. I think uh, it needs to be. I don't know how how that will change. The it, it all depends on the mindset. But uh, I was that 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 was what I was told. You know, it's it's we want more light-hearted films. We want films where you know there's not much seriousness. Uh, it's too dark for us. I heard it a lot of times. It's too disturbing for us. People won't enjoy it. So th those are the kind of response I usually I got from for me till movie picked up. Movie was the, a blessing in disguise, and movie is for people like us for films like these kind of films. So movie is doing a fine service. It's doing a great service uh, to to people like us, to audiences who want to watch these films. So that's the only kind of a good uh, silver lining that I can see among all the OTTs out there, in a way. Hmm. Uh, but also, uh, I think it was Gurvinder Singh who had once told us in an interview that movie pays peanuts, and he was very yeah, yeah. They, they pay, Okay, they're they not paying again. That's also one thing. Yeah, I'm, uh, ah. They're not paying. The, the, I don't know what. See, I I am not a lot into the business aspect of it. Uh, but I, I would I would come to the same point. I'm saying that if someone say it, it's a Lali is a 35 minute film, and that's one episode of a series. 3035 and that takes some uh, for, to make an episode of a series it takes money 50 60 even 1 crore for big shows or more than that 
I'm saying it's a 35 minute film. Why don't you pay what you're paying same thing for an episode in a series? Uh-huh. So there should be some consideration. It's a, I, 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 Meal is an 11 minute film. I get, I totally understand that uh, you're not engaging the audience for a longer time and that might come in the way of ads. Your, your ad people not getting so much displayed and all of that. Though, when Hotstar released Meal, they put fucking four ads into an 11 minute film. Four ads, by the way. Uh, so so th- they are doing it, but they are not showing us the money. They are not showing the dough. Uh-huh. So I think, uh, but I and also the other sad part is when studio and OTTs are trying to make short films, they are bringing the big names, the big directors who don't need to make a short film to prove any point, right. and they are right. making a horrible job out of it. That's a separate <laughs> thing altogether. But you don't for short films are the only place where you can take new talent yeah. and. You can give them a platform. We can give some freshness to 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 that, to mm. the whole process. Mm. Even there also, if you go with ne ye ne chalega, usko le yao, because he has a commercial success. Though you are not aiming commercial success through a short film, even there you are depriving much more uh, deserving people from that. So I think that again, it's all part of CV CV Indians. Uh, I'm I don't know how the kind of flack I'm going to get after this, but. We Indians, we love to worship everything. We are hero worshippers. In huh. politics, in cricket, in sport, in cinema, we are worshippers. Let me tell you, I was in a, uh, I mean, the, the, why I love this Prague Film School, the experience there, because in Prague Film School, when they showed a Tarkovsky, there were people who, who stood up and ridiculed Tarkovsky, saying, why the fuck is he taking that shot for that long? Doesn't make sense. Why is she? Why is this happening? He could have told this whole thing in a much lesser concise way, and Prague Film School allows you to do that. And that's not only Prague Film School; that's the culture there. There is acceptance. We can't. If, if, for example, if I say today that I didn't like the acting in Megadaka Tara, in 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 Rithvik Kotto's Megadaka Tara, that that is redundant to me in a way. I don't find any relevance to my life and that film. People will say this guy knows everything. Huh? This bugger who has made short two fucking short films, he knows everything, hmm. and he's now commenting on a great filmmaker. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if I don't find something relevant, let's make a space, a bubble where we could express that. Hmm. That is the kind of society. I think as a society, unless we learn to laugh at ourselves, a society can't go ahead or move ahead. So I think that is something I feel from my own very limited experience, and uh, yeah, so that's that's one thing I feel. So you have said that Nuri, Selan, and Kashyap are some of the most definitive influences on you. But I want to know: Are there any contemporary filmmakers working in Bengali that whom you look up to and admire? And you can't name Tathagato, uh, Lubta, or Amitabh. Those won't do. Okay, so uh, I love Aditya Das' work, Aditya Vikram Sen Gupta. Haan. Though he's not a quintessential Bengali filmmaker, so to say, but he is. But he's a Bengali. Is is a Bengali. So if you ask me that, which Bengali filmmaker I like? I recently I read. That, uh, I recently read that Selan's cin- long-time cinematographer has shot Aditya's new film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last uh, film. He, he uh, was here. He was here, and uh, and uh, my AD uh, also worked in his set, and I heard a lot of things. It's a, it was a crazy uh, experience. They shot for I think fifty, fifty-four days, uh, and it was a crazy experience. So he's a filmmaker I really, I really uh, look up to. It's not about the filmmakers. See, Devanjan. It's about the films. Uh, 
I don't mind commercial films. I enjoy commercial films. To be very honest with you, sure. I enjoy uh-huh. when 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 I see good commercial films. So by commercial films, I mean say a film like a I don't know a Three Idiots, for example. It's it, there is heart in the film. But in the question that you asked, I don't find heart in the films made here. There's no heart. There's mm. there's a there's a sheer disregard to the medium, mm. which is giving you everything, which is giving all the money, all the BMWs. All, 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 everything that that you are so proud of, the medium is giving you everything, and you're disregarding that. So, that is a problem I have with the cinema here. So, uh, it doesn't inspire me, and I don't see the heart. Uh, I won't comment any further in terms of who, which filmmaker, blah, blah, blah. You, you and I, we both know the uh, in that way. But I'm saying uh, I don't see heart. I don't see a film, and I'm inspired by it suddenly. When I saw Asha Jawar Maje, uh, I was. Uh, for, I cried after I watched uh, Ashraf Armaje. Uh, so I think uh, these are the experiences for young people like us who are taking up films for a living. They need to be inspired. Kashyap did for years. Kashyap inspired me from. I, I think Kashyap. If I would say my parents nurtured me, Kashyap is also a parent. He nurtured the filmmaker in me. Uh, mm-hmm. so I would say I would go on and say that. Uh, so I think we are lacking those kind of inspirations here. And I think it's also uh, time that the references should change. You know, we're still talking about Satyajit Ray and Ritik Ghatak and Milan Sen in 2020. Why are we doing that? Nothing, nothing to take away from this. We already know what they've achieved. Uh, uh, Now, why in 2020 do we need to take the same references? So that yeah. is something which I found in South Southern. I mean, I mean, cinema from the South. I mean, watch. I mean, Jalikattu, Kumbalangi Nights. Yeah. The kind of films they are making, and what are we doing about it? We are making a bonkish one after the other, <laughs> and we are just taking. I don't know. I mean, I only see the same actors and only the wig and the uh, and and the dari cut cut changing. It's the same yeah. same three four people doing everything. So I think uh, South cinema right now is something which is really inspires me. But I am not disregarding anyone here. I I I really feel there's a great talent at our disposal in Bengali cinema. I think it's about a vision. If someone has that vision down the line in ten years, twenty years, we can again have an environment which will inspire people like young filmmakers. Hmm. And for our viewers, if you could recommend five recent Indian films that you really like, and don't say Amish because I know you like it. <laughs> I loved Nasir. I watched Nasir. Huh. That's that's a film I loved. Uh, Indian films. Um, what did what else? I I saw Cat Dog, this new film. Yes, Ashmita uh, and Yogis. Huh. Yes, I I I loved Cat Dog. Huh. It's 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 my kind of cinema. The kind the cinema I want to watch, and I want to make. So I loved that film. Uh, that's short film though. And in terms of features, I see Shujit Shaukar is a filmmaker I love. Huh. I think he's making films for the shelves. He's making film for time. So mm-hmm. though his the last film wasn't his best, say, film in a way, uh, I I I I loved it more than a lo- number of other films. So I think that is one film I would say. Recent Jali Cut Two, of course. Mm-hmm. I I I watched Jali Cut Two this year and I was taken aback. There was Kumbalangi Nights. So I yeah. think four films are already here. I think the fifth one would oh, be. Oh, you also also mentioned Nirantor somewhere. You also like. Yeah, Nirantor is a good film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nirantor. You know what I like? Like the one Nirantor. In spite of its uh, of its, you know, there were the things which could have been done better. And but Nirantar was an honest film. 
I could see the filmmaker in the film. There was heart. There was soul. There was a reflection of the filmmaker, and there was really earnest earnestness shown by uh, a Prashant Chatterjee. He really wanted to be that person, and that was believable for me enough. So, uh, in the Bengal cinema landscape, a film like Nirantar is a gift. It's something that we should cherish and we should celebrate. But in spite of its shortcomings, did it even release in Bengal? I don't remember. I think they released it. Released it after. I think after uh, the after, during the pandemic is what they released the film because uh, I think it it went to a direct TV premiere and then ah. it went to TV five. Uh, yeah, the, the, that is a fate. I mean, with a, a film with uh, a Prashant Chatterjee in it. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the kind of world we're living in, Devanjan sadly. But I I spoke to with the filmmaker who made the film. I I I I would watch his next film. I would definitely pay to watch his next film. So uh, that's, this is his debut, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Chandrashish Ray, I think Ray. it's his name. Uh, uh-huh. It's his it's his debut film, I think. So I think that's I, I would put that film in this in this five film list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can't think of any other film till now, but mm-hmm. I love Jalikatu and and that film, uh, Umbalangi Night. Such Umbalangi. a beautiful film. Such a beautiful film. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Mu- Muthan, Muthan. Oh, Muthan. Yes. Muthan is the other film I loved. Ah. Uh, what a what a performance by Nivin Pauli. My yes. God, I want to work with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a long wait for the film. It took two years to come on to see. Anyway. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, and, and a film backed by Kashyap, by the way. Backed by Kashyap. Yes. Yeah. And he's backing a lot of exciting films. Amis and. He Many does, and, and for a film like Amish to be back, ah, and yeah. and it's a crazy film. We should we should celebrate Amish. Hmm. We shouldn't celebrate what you're celebrating. <laughs> so so yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, that's that's that's. And it managed to run for quite a month, I think, in Cinepolis, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exactly. So they had one show, and people I watched ah. it in a crowded theater. Yes, and same. I loved it. Yes, I, I, yes. it was there in Lake Mall. Yes, and ma'am. I loved it. I I loved it, and and see, why am I telling you I love Kashyap? In spite of his recent films not really being, but he has nothing to prove. He's making films for himself. What has hmm. he got to prove to you and you or me? Hmm. So people keep saying that he's losing himself and blah blah blah. Arey, yar, wo, he's make he's having fun. Let him have fun. He has made a gulal. Huh. He has made a gangs of Wasipur. Mm. Yes, shown you how a commercial film needs to be made through Gangs of Wasipur, with every element in it. Mm. So, so, so I think he can have a bit of fun as long as he wants to have fun. So, yeah, mm. we can we can give him that. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Finally, I know you are working on your first feature. How much of it is done? And also, there's a short based on the Gujarat riots. What else do you have in the pipeline? And what can you spell more about this project? Devanjan, that's an interesting question because I have a lot in the pipeline. I'm just trying to figure out. Who is going to put money in my films? Please through this interview or whatever. Uh, please come. Do you, have, do you have two features planned? I did somewhere. Yes, yes. So I have a, I have so something I've been working on for a year now with Adil Hussain, oh. and oh, that okay. that's my that I would say that is a special film for both of us, and that would take one year out of our lives to to make that a hugely ambitious project. I just wrote the first draft, and I'll be sending it to him and. I, I can't share anything about it as yet, hmm. but it has got some very interesting names attached. It's a, it's it's it, it it will be an international project, let's say. So oh, that great. one and and Neil, I think I'll be the first one to tell you that Neil is taking the shape of a feature. Hmm. 
so so what we saw in meal was the story of this one one flat right yeah the feature is about the flat adjacent but oh. meal plays a very interesting part in building the world of the film all the characters come back so yeah. that is happening so that is that is something which i've just had the first draft and i'm just trying to i'm just right now work i mean talking to studios having all those processes done it's it's hard it's very hard uh to be able to do these kind of films and yeah it's taking a toll on me uh, i mean 99% of me is frustration 1% is the the eureka moment when that happens so i think i'm working with the gujarat film is something i've been working for a year and i have been able to get into some international funding into the film i'm trying to make the film this coming year the first half of this coming year i'm really excited about that and also there's one interesting film i'm trying to do uh which hopefully i'll be able to share in the next one month or so the announcement of that uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a short it's a short Haan. it's a short okay. and uh it's uh, yeah so that's something i'm really looking forward to it's called lipstick i won't say anything more hmm. uh i'm hopefully things work out i'm trying to get a very interesting actor to rope in a very interesting uh, another one of my interesting casts so let's see do you, do you write generally with actors in mind like do you always have the actor in mind when you write yes devanjon that is that is i i find that process very very comforting uh though till now i have been very lucky with this i know i am going to get a lot of rejections from a lot of actors but till now i have been lucky who have wrote written the film for i have been able to get them on board i am trying to do the same for these films but usually i write character driven films usually and for me it's it's very important to have someone in mind and then write it so it it's just my process which helps me um uh, so for adil when i was writing that film uh, the, the feature i i had only him in mind and by then i had known a lot about adil i had worked with him meal we talked we interacted and i could see no one else but adil playing that part hmm. uh, similarly uh, for the other films also i usually write for actors and see whether they're interested in doing something like this so yeah right now i'm just trying to find all the finances in a way And, and see how it works you are also venturing into ads right i really want to just to just to, just so that i can keep doing the kind of films i want to do huh. because uh, i'm 26 and i i need some pocket money to be able to go and enjoy my ginger honey tea at a cafe that i like <laughs> so i i, I have simple simple desires from life i don't want a lot of things i want my Uh, tea. I want small things. I want to just. I'm. I'm a foodie. I want mm. to. I want to go out to a restaurant and have some good food. Uh, I want to go and pay to watch films. So in order to do these things, the simple things, I need money. So right now, that is something. So that is the reason why I want to venture out into ads, so that you know. And also, ad is a very interesting challenge. So having worked in yeah. a shorter format for some time now. uh that's a very interesting challenge to be able to tell a story in 30 seconds yeah it requires a different muscle i believe yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and and i'm and not, nothing to take away from the people who do it so brilliantly mm-hmm. and it's beautiful some ads mm-hmm. which are made in that way are very beautiful so i'm looking forward to that i'm right now pitching my profiles and all of that so yeah i mean fingers crossed let's see where it goes Well, that's all. I believe Lali will make a bigger dent in the months to come, and and I think the next screening is in Kif. KFF. Yes, they have, they have invited. They have invited invited the film. Oh, so, yeah, so yeah. all the best for that. I can't wait to see whatever you create next, and I hope we can start it. Absolutely, yeah. it's it's lovely talking to you, and I was and I really was. I loved the way you wrote about the film, 
uh, and uh, I, as I told you, I learned more about the film when when I read what you wrote about it. So <laughs> we need more people like you writing about films. Uh, yes, so, so, we so, need to yeah. elevate the discourse a bit. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, in every field, we need uh, we need educated politicians who knows about politics to to take us forward. We need more filmmakers to inspire us. Similarly, we need more film critics to really critique the film and not say the cinematography was good, <laughs> the acting was great. I didn't like the sound. I need more <laughs> than that when a critic is writing the film. So, mm. so yeah, good wishes to you and hope. Alternate take goes a long way into taking people our our voices across. So thank you well, for we'll that. We'll try to, and thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank bye, you so bye. much. Bye bye. Oh, bye bye. bye.